What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just cannot seem to shut up about guitar and gear. If that describes you, then you're in the right place. This is also the podcast of axesandblades.com. If you are a true guitar and gear nerd, go check out Axes and Blades on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all the other places you get your guitar content for all sorts of interviews, demos, gear reviews, you know the usual stuff, and some outrageous pictures and videos, guitar porn as well, focused on really interesting, unique guitars from around the world and the stories and the people behind those special instruments. So obviously this week I seem to be a little bit obsessed with guitars that have interesting specs for some reason, even though one of the episodes I just did this week was about... (laughs) Paying less attention to specs, but the point of that, if you go back and listen to it, was definitely something about paying attention, no attention to specs, because then you find interesting specs. So it kind of, kind of works, kind of makes sense. And the thing I'm thinking about today, for whatever reason, is I'm thinking about guitars that have an asymmetrical neck profile. Now I've had a few really interesting experiences with guitars that have an asymmetrical neck profile some of them i knew before i started playing because i'd either like read that on a spec sheet or the website or or heard it or wherever and some of them i didn't know but either way i had some interesting experiences with guitars like this and i'm noticing quite a few smaller builders and also bigger companies using more and more uh asymmetrical neck profiles and I'm wondering if that's something that's going to become a bit of a trend. So one place that you'll see them is on any guitar or bass that describes itself as ergonomic can quite often have an asymmetrical neck profile. So that gives us a bit of a clue as to why people might be using asymmetrical neck profiles. So these are usually, it's, it's a neck profile that basically is not symmetrical in the way that it will curve from its thickest point in the center either towards the bass side strings or the treble side strings and usually it usually not all the time at all but actually which is interesting but usually it will be slightly thinner in the way it curves towards the treble side strings and usually this is because that fits the kind of natural shape of your hand if you hold your hand out whatever your fretting hand is in a curved shape as if you're holding an invisible guitar neck and you look at it you can see that the curve next to the thumb from the thumb down towards the palm is kind of a deeper set curve than the curve from your palm up towards your index finger it's a slightly gentler curve on that side so it makes sense then if you make the neck with slightly more slightly thicker on that base side so the bit that your thumb is sitting around and then as it curves up round towards where your thin fingers are on that other side it's slightly thinner it means that your hand's going to sit more naturally against the entire wood and that's going to help with everything that ergonomics really helps with that can be avoiding getting stressful issues with your hands um, because you've had your hands in awkward positions just your hands getting tired it can avoid that uh, which can help playability and it can also just feel way more comfortable which helps playability and it might also help speed and i have also heard people talk about that being an advantage of asymmetrical necks of ergonomics but also speed which is why you can sometimes see an asymmetrical neck profile 
being used on like guitars that are aimed at shredders or super fast players can sometimes have an asymmetrical neck profile because if it's thinner there then when you're soloing on those mainly on those treble strings you can feel that you've basically got a thinner neck there so it's like you're playing a thinner neck profile and, and then it's more conducive to kind of shred work or faster lead work supposedly is the idea uh, a small builder that has guitars maybe more in, kind of in that in that vein that uses the ergonomic uh, that uses the asymmetrical profile i believe both for that reason because players who are into kind of shred stuff can like them but also because of the ergonomic reason is black cat guitars from poland if you don't know black cat guitars go check them out um they build stuff that's definitely in that very modern you might say sounds kind of euphemistically very modern let's just say it kind of metal looking guitars spiky guitars as some people might call them right you can imagine what i mean when i say that you might get extended range ones you're going to get fan fret you're going to get all that now they do custom orders so if you go on their website you'll see there's an order form and it's quite fun to go around and play on there and see all the options you can get from black cat and you'll see that you can build definitely a lot of very interesting cool quote-unquote spiky guitars uh and when i played their guitars i believe that was at the holy grail guitar show the the ones that i played had that asymmetrical neck profile and they were talking about that it helps ergonomically but it also helps with um to get a nice different feel between when you're riffing on the usually the lower strings and that feeling kind of standard kind of comfortable with a bit more wood in there and then you've got this thinner shreddier neck feel when you move on to the treble strings for most of your lead work kind of makes sense i thought it was a really cool idea it did feel really comfortable um i did notice that the neck felt really comfortable moving between those places so it's definitely a smooth transition which was cool um but it didn't feel super weird i guess that's going to really depend on how yeah probably how subtle it is how well it's done as well as the builder how good the builder is or the factory or wherever the guitar is coming from is getting that neck profile right is probably going to determine that as well but the black cat one was really nice really comfortable and it did feel really enjoyable for lead work as well so i definitely think that they nailed that part i think that that worked in terms of the ergonomic thing i know people can be a bit sort of meh on that <laughs> they could feel a bit meh on it because or, or slightly more strong than meh in a negative way about it because they go well look i've been playing this guitar for 40 years that does not have an asymmetrical neck profile but feels extremely comfortable feels like home to me and so therefore an asymmetrical one isn't going to be more ergonomic or more home and i've never had tendonitis or any problems so i've never had any stress i don't feel this neck is more playable than the one i like so how important is it and that that's fair enough um there is an argument that you know because most necks are still or a lot of necks are still at least to a large extent that because of the way guitars are made they're hand shaped and that means that usually what people are doing whether it's in factories for a big company or luthiers is they tend to be hand shaping to a way that's comfortable in their hands i remember playing a um james collins guitar once if you don't know james collins check them out beautiful beautiful guitars i'm going to talk about them in an upcoming episode actually um and i remember having an experience with playing uh one of one of the james collins guitars it's a guitar builder from the uk and i was playing his guitar and enjoying it in all manner of ways because it's a very beautiful instrument and it's 
a gorgeous sounding instrument. So there's, there's a lot to enjoy, but I was particularly interested in the neck. And the neck was a bit thicker than what I was used to. It's not, it's not a hugely thick neck, but it was, it was thicker than what I was used to. And I was commenting on that and asking him about it. And he, he was just saying to me, like, what's well, just, you know, like a lot of luthiers, I make what feels like the best, most comfortable possible neck to my hand. I make it the perfect neck in the hand because that's, we can talk about perfect measurements and this and that and all the kind of data-driven element of it. But at the end of the day, like guitar players, when we're playing, we're not data-driven. It's about what feels good and what sounds good. That's kind of about us. We're, we're pretty caveman with it. It's a bit if it feels good, do it. And so he was saying that's how he does it, like a lot of builders, and you hear that a lot. And that means that actually some people have speculated without necessarily taking a huge amount of data again and scientific measurements that when you occasionally do take a measurement on a guitar neck or look into it, you do find out that a lot of these hand-carved necks and hand-shaped necks, hand-shaped, a lot of guitar, you know, guitar necks are to some extent, they tend to be hand-shaped, are asymmetrical. And people talk about there's the possibility that some of the best feeling, for example, vintage Gibson necks, some of these vintage Gibson necks, which are on those guitars, which people feel has that kind of magic, like it's just, you can't replicate it because it's amazing, but we're all going to try and replicate it these kind of magic guitars from the heyday might often have an asymmetrical neck because it was just people especially in those early days when maybe things weren't quite as controlled even in that factory saying it wasn't quite as um kind of on the work line on the factory line as strictly set in terms of measurements in terms of all these things and there might be more people talk a lot about there might be greater variation between those vintage guitars compared to more controlled environments in which factory guitars are made today possibly and that because of that a lot of those necks might actually be asymmetrical because people were just going by what felt good in the hand and naturally if your hand sits in a slightly asymmetrical way the curve of your hand when you when you put it uh, in that shape as if you're holding a guitar neck looks slightly symmetrical it is uh, asymmetrical it is slightly asymmetrical so if you're doing hand shaping of necks in a kind of on the unscientific way of doing it by hand, you're going to end up with possibly some asymmetrical necks and that people will speculate that's the case. And uh, it's not just crazy speculation. You know, Gibson recognized this themselves. Um, both just the fact that asymmetrical necks can be preferred and can be very comfortable and the fact that a lot of their old beloved instruments might actually have had these asymmetrical necks and the fact that uh, Gibson do... Here and there, they do use an asymmetrical neck profile. I believe they're slim taper neck profile or whatever. Uh, things that have been used on the Les Paul standard and also the high-performance guitars over time have had asymmetrical necks. I believe it might be the high-performance one as well, which has an asymmetrical neck whereby it's thinner on the bass side at the top and then thinner on the treble side. So it's thinner on the bass side towards the nut thinner on the bass side towards the nut, so first, second, third, fourth, fifth fret around that area, it's thinner on the bass side, but then from the 12th fret upwards, from the 12th fret, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, it's thinner on the treble side, with, I guess, the idea that when you're closer to the nut, you tend to be playing more on those bass strings, and your cowboy chord kind of areas, all that stuff, and that that's going to be more comfortable for that when you're playing up there, because the way your thumb sits as well, playing those. And then when you want to let rip above the 12th fret, you tend to be on those treble strings, you tend to be reaching round and up down there to play lead things, and you want to play faster, and it has that slimmer, faster feel. So this is a really interesting design. 
But it's definitely not just for guitars that sit distinctly in the ergonomic category with, you know, maybe headless guitars, headless, fan fret, a body shape that looks very interesting because it's made to sit perfectly with the curves of your body. When you see an ergonomic instrument, it tends to look very different, like an Adamovich bass, for example, class guitars from Germany, um, really any of the headless fan fret kind of things you see. Why are these shapes so different a lot of the time? It's based on the ergonomics of how your body is and how your elbows and arms sit when you're playing guitar, rather than based on traditional shapes or what looks cool. That's why they look so different. So an asymmetrical neck is not just for that kind of guitar. And it's not just either for a guitar that is going for more of the shred player audience, like perhaps the black cat guitars would also fit into that. Um, you can already see one example of this with Gibson's use of it. Another really good example I like where it really doesn't focus at all on shred guitar or playing lead guitar, like Gibson still mentions that when they're talking about the asymmetrical neck profile, about uh, above the 12th fret, gets a little thin, a little easy to play for lead stuff. There's still that in there in the marketing or whatever. The great example of a guitar which I saw which just had it purely because of the comfort factor that would sit well in the hand, not necessarily a fully conceptual ergonomic instrument, not a shred instrument. The instruments that taught me that asymmetrical neck profiles can also be for that are from the Spanish luthier Carlos Sabrafen. Sabrafen, luthier. I, I began working with them a little while ago, and before I'd started working with them, I tried a few of their guitars at a guitar show, um, and that's how I started interacting with them, and uh, was really blown away by their interesting designs and although they have a lot of different designs the way that they come together in the aesthetic and in the look and in the designs that really feels tied together you, you i think that's just the sign of an individual person putting their passion into designing instruments over decades is that you know once they've built a few les ball copies or a few strat copies or whatever and they've started designing a little bit here and there over time, like with anything, you find your voice. Like guitarists find their sound. I think builders find their, whatever you want to call it, like aesthetic or style or their groove or whatever. And the Sabrafen guitars really look like the guitars of a builder that's found their groove and, and has had it for a good time now. Because the designs, although they're, they're very diverse designs, they all have a sense of him. I think you could see a Sabrafen guitar from way across the room see a design of his that you've never seen before and if you're familiar with him and his work i think you'd recognize it as one of his guitars which i think is a really important really amazing thing that his guitars find attractive because it shows someone that's putting their passion into their work and their individual view and their individual approach into guitar building and that's what creates amazing unique instruments that we're going to love and that are inspiring to make music on so i was drawn to that and then i played a couple of them and i loved the feel of them i was just I was just blown away by them and even playing things sort of like the archtop guitars which I'm not usually going to be playing on I expect those to feel not like home right it's not like they feel bad it's just that I don't pl I don't have an archtop at home or whatever so I don't really play those guitars a lot so I expect it to feel different to me it's made for different kind of players and I expect it to feel not like home I have to get used to it or Sabrafen archtop just Sure, it felt a little different, but it felt so comfortable, and particularly the neck. 
and then I was talking to, uh, to them and, and, and I mentioned this and, and that's when they told me that it's this asymmetrical neck carve that they have, this kind of signature neck carve that they use on a lot of their builds. Now they do custom builds, so I think you can you could talk with Zebra Fan about getting the neck that you want if you don't like the sound of it. But if you get a chance, play an instrument from from Carlos Zabrafan because the the asymmetrical neck profile in itself will teach you about how comfortable that can really be. And I think that convinced me to the thing of this is not just something for a conceptually ergonomically focused guitar. It's not just the thing for a shred kind of guitar. It's not just trying to capture some kind of traditionalism. It really can just be the most comfortable thing, which of course does validate the ergonomic approach as well, that this is just really comfortable. Even if it's a different neck carve, it feels instantly comfortable because of the way that it suits your hand shape. I don't know about whether it would take away pain. I don't know about whether it would reduce the risk of, of developing a problem in your hand. I'm going to let the ergonomic guys talk to that. I, do, I don't have a good enough understanding of that, um, like the physiology even of that. All I can say is that it felt super comfortable playing the Cyberfan next. And I did really enjoy also, for example, the Black Cat ones as well. So that's something that I've been thinking about. And I do wonder if the asymmetrical neck, like like I say, you see it here and there. Um, one of the PRS pattern necks, I believe it's the pattern vintage one, which they use on like various models, but it's not the most common PRS um, neck carved, but I think it's the pattern vintage has an interesting as asymmetry to it. You see it, you absolutely see it. You know, I mean, if you're going to buy, you're building a parts caster or whatever, when you look at necks you can buy, they're asymmetrical next you can buy absolutely and every single time when you get limited runs or certain new models kind of every year all over the place you see you see asymmetrical next popping up here and there and stuff but i wonder if it's something that guitarists will start to talk about more start to request more from custom builders especially because um it's not even though you see it here and there it's not necessarily just the norm to advertise something as an asymmetrical neck it feels very much still like a custom or an, a feature of note at least and therefore it's more seen in the in, in as a as a different choice rather than the standard choice. But seeing it come out of quite a lot of different builders and so many diverse builders, from Black Cat in Poland to Carlos Sabrafen in Spain, is it possible that if we're seeing this more and more in custom orders, if us as guitarists are starting to be drawn to that? And so we're ordering it on our custom guitars because it's hard to find enough guitars with it as a standard option from bigger companies to get a good choice, a good array of guitars with asymmetrical necks. So, so some of us are going to custom builders. If that is happening more, will we start to see more guitars with asymmetrical necks? Will that become a bit more standard? Will it move from being on one of the more obscure PRS neck cards to being on one of the more often seen PRS neck cards? For example, um, you know, we've already seen Gibson using it. That's that's obviously big. But where we see more and more guitar companies not just using it or not just having hand-shaped necks that happen to tend towards asymmetrical, like I said, a lot of people speculate does, where we actually see guitars specifically advertised with, hey, asymmetrical necks as a kind of selling point, as a kind of thing that they know guitarists value. If more and more of us as guitarists say, hey, we value an asymmetrical neck, hey, I'm going to turn towards a custom builder rather than you because I need an asymmetrical neck, then I think then guitar builders 
our big guitar companies and guitars coming out of factories are all going to start to more and more often have asymmetrical necks if we value that. Um, and they'll start to market to that if they, if they see a trend going that way. So that's interesting. I think the more we're seeing, especially in like the metal area, you're seeing fan frets, you're seeing all these things which tie into ergonomic guitars and guitars that think about new specs that open up better playability and encouraging basically playing styles that in cap that involve speed and that involve um technically challenging elements and that the instrument benefits the musician as much as possible to get them those kind of one percent gains they need to to just make it as enjoyable as comfortable and as ergonomically viable as possible to play this technical music as we see more and more of that especially in the progressive music world and the metal world i do wonder if asymmetrical necks are going to be a part of that we might see more but what's really interesting about considering the work of Carlos Sabrufen is that there it is in a completely different type of guitar. So perhaps it will just be for all of us, archtop players to crazy, tapping, shreddy, progressive guys. Maybe more and more of us are going to say, hey, you know what? Asymmetrical next is the way to go. Anyway, it's a small thing about guitars, but if it does benefit the way that you play an instrument, you hold an instrument, if it does even benefit your ability to avoid certain problems or discomfort from playing guitar, whether that would be really problematic or not, then hey, it's actually kind of a big deal. And you know what? If it if it increases how much you enjoy playing a guitar, then it is a big deal, even though it's a tiny detail. And that's the cool thing about the crazy, obsessive, meticulous work that these awesome guitar builders like Carlos Sabrafen do and why we trust those guys with their decades of experience to know what it's about, and to know to get us the best guitar possible. So today, those would be my recommendations. Go check out Black Cat Guitars. Go check out Carlos Sabrufen. Go check out any guitar which has an asymmetrical neck profile and see if any guitar you've played or owned has an asymmetrical neck profile. If you're anywhere on the uh, Axes and Blades forums, the various forums that this podcast goes up on, there'll probably be a comment somewhere, box somewhere. You can leave your comment. What's your experience with asymmetrical guitars i'm interested because my experience is it's kind of small so i'm interested to know what other people think is this a trend is this something people are interested in is it something that people think is just a gimmick is it something that people think is just marketing is it something that people think they don't care they don't need i'm kind of curious about all of that about uh how people think about it and um whether it interests anybody out there and just to finish off, as always, we always have a musical suggestion for the day as well. A song or an album or an EP to go and check out. And today's one, something that I've been listening to, it is the song Our Luck by Russian Circles. That's the second track of the album Blood Year. So go check out the album Blood Year by Russian Circles. In particular, the second track, Our Luck, you can get it on spotify Bandcamp, wherever else you get your music it will be there really awesome stuff i've loved russian circles for a long time excellent really cool use of looped guitars in a heavier context really great use of tapping really great use of atmospheric instrumental songwriting in a way that is really distinctly different to a lot of the more progressive and more um technically wild instrumental songwriting that you see around today so beautiful music it's got some 
dark elements to it it's got some heavy elements to it but it's very beautiful as well so go check out russian circles if you don't know them and if you do go listen to it anyway because it's good for you so thanks a lot for checking in today and i'll catch you tomorrow